one last Haggadah highlight for this year. Uh, I'm going to go back to the beginning of Magid, the beginning of the Haggadah, because this is a question that's being talked about all over the place. And some people seriously asked me if this year we should beginning Magid at the same place that we usually begin Magid. <coughs> we usually begin Magid, the part of the Haggadah where we talk about Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, with the formula, the Aramaic formula, This is the bread of affliction that our forefathers ate. And then we say, Anybody, I'm just giving the short version, anybody who wants to eat, partake of the Yantav meal, or wants to join us in the Karpen Pesach, when we have it, uh, should come and join us. And then we say, uh, after that, um, this year we're enslaved, the next year we're going to be free. So uh, the question that's asked is, we're talking about inviting people. That's the middle of the, of the paragraph, is where anybody who's hungry, come and eat. So does that, do we really mean it this year? You know, this year, anybody who's hungry should find someplace else to eat. <laughs> we, we, are, uh, we are practicing social distancing. We're all on our own with our families, which has its pluses, it has its minuses. It's, uh, it's, it's, an, it's an amazing opportunity for, for us to connect either to ourselves or to our, our nuclear family. But at the same time, it's difficult and we can't have anybody over. So why are we inviting people to come? That's one, that's one question that's being asked all over the place. But before we give an answer to that, in the actual paragraph itself, uh, it doesn't really hang together. It doesn't make sense. We talk about the bread of affliction, and then right afterwards, we, talk, we, we invite people to come and eat. What does one thing have to do with the other? It's like three different phrases that kind of got squished together. One doesn't seem to flow into the next. We talk about lachma anya de achala the bread of affliction that our forefathers ate, and then we ask people to come and join us. What does one thing have to do with the next? So I'll tell you one, one thought, one beautiful thought, very appropriate for this year. The reason, the idea of lachma ani de we're eating bread of affliction. We are, um, we are expressing that we at one point in time, collectively, uh, and our souls, and where, wherever we personally were at the time, we're supposed to see ourselves as if we left Egypt. We were enslaved. We were enslaved. We were in a situation that was difficult, that we, we, we didn't have our own, um, our own, we didn't have our own, oops, we didn't have our own autonomy. We couldn't uh, take care of things. We were slaves. And, uh, you know, the Pasuk says, You should love the, the ger, love the convert. Because you were also gerim at one point in time in Egypt. What does one have to do with the other? Why should I love the convert? Because we were once converts. So the simple explanation, I think, of that verse is, that, is, the, is, is one simple idea. And that is the very powerful and very important and very Jewish trait of empathy. Empathy is being different than sympathy. Sympathy means I feel bad for you. Empathy means I feel your pain. I feel where you are. I feel where you're coming from. And I, I take that upon myself to join you in your pain. That's empathy. So we're, we, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling us to love the ger, love the convert, because we felt the way he or she feels. We feel, we felt the way they feel, and therefore we have the capacity to feel empathy. It's very difficult to feel empathy when you haven't experienced the same thing. 
It's something that you have to work on. But if you experienced it, it becomes much easier. So that's, that's the context in which we're supposed to love the ger, is to conjure up those feelings of, of our own period of time when we were not yet a, even a fledgling nation. And to remember that time that we felt that we were on the outside or foreigners or joiners or whatever it is. So that's, that's the idea of the Hatimus Ager, and I think that's what's going on in the Haggadah now. We're saying, yes, everybody, please come and eat. And we remember at a time we had very little to eat. This was the bread of affliction that we ate at one point in time. And with that feeling of not having enough to eat, and that feeling of being rushed, and that feeling of, of uh, not having proper sustenance, that's the feeling we share with others. And we say, no, we know where you are. We know it's people who don't have what to eat. We can feel your pain. People who don't have where to go, we can feel your pain. We want you to come in. We want you to come in. So even though the declaration is not, um, is not practical, but perhaps the original declaration is not supposed to be practical. It's supposed to remind ourselves of where we're supposed to be. And especially this year, we know there are many people who are not in the ideal situations for the Leil HaSeder. To conjure up those feelings of empathy right at the beginning of Magid, and to remember where we are now, or even if, that's like, unfortunately, if we're in a difficult position, to remember that, where we are now, how we're feeling now, so that in the future, we can then convey that feeling to others and we can, we can heighten our sense of empathy for others. It's a great thing to keep in mind throughout the Leil HaSeder, even though we're all separate, we're really going to be all together in our mindset and spiritually as well. So I think that's a perfect way to start the Seder. And with that, we will start Marev. I'll remind you all, it's now 8.05, and uh, the time for Bedikas Chametz tonight is starting at 8.39, 8.40. And uh, I will stay on right after Marev if there are any further questions for a couple minutes. Okay, so with that, I pause this.